All right, welcome back in. Stripe Show Podcast Live Golf is back. RBC Heritage this week up in Hilton Head. Best players in the world. Appreciate everyone following along here in the Stripe Show. We broke it down on Monday, and uh, I mentioned I'm going to have a good guest here this week as we uh, as we roll into Hilton Head. And the guy that's getting so much discussion, of course, is Bryson DeChambeau, who uh, has put on 40 pounds, I read, since he was in college. 40 pounds he is. He looks different. He's bigger. He's stronger. And he's hitting it miles in the... Uh, the guy that's been helping him do this for the last couple of years, kind of building this roadmap, and he's been following it, and now you're seeing him executed on the main stage uh, is uh, Chris Como, and he's at, at Chris Como Golf on Instagram, and he's joining us in here now on the Stripe Show. Chris, thanks for your time, buddy. Thanks, Travis. Thanks for having me on, man. It's good to well, good to chat with you again. Yeah, it's um, it, this is this is fun to watch. You know, I mean. You know, I, I didn't think I would see a time where a player is just going to show up on the lesson tee and then all of a sudden, I mean, literally, all of a sudden is like 25 yards past the best players in the world. But that's that's what Bryson's doing right now. Yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. It's wild. I was out at Colonial last week um, through Wednesday just to get ready for the tournament. And then went out on Sunday to watch him play. And uh, he played with Rory. And, I mean, obviously, Rory's just tremendously long. Um, and, you know, Bryson was uh, significantly by him. It was pretty crazy. There's, I think it was on 11. He had one into the wind where he stepped into it. And, I mean, he was a good 30 yards by Rory. Um, so, wow. again, Rory is just so long. I mean, Rory's arguably the best driver on the PGA Tour for the last, whatever, five years or so. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see if uh, Bryson can dethrone that, though. So let's let's get into you know some of the things R- that R- yeah. Rory's Rory's still pound for pound the, the longest driver there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> as a ra- yeah. As a ratio, Rory still wins that. Yeah, there you go. We'll give we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll give Rory that for sure. But you know, let, let's talk about Bryson for a second and his physique. I mean, if forty pounds is accurate, right? Since he's been in college, I mean, he's put on forty pounds since college. Yeah, probably. That, that's. I mean, I, I I don't know exactly how much you weighed in college, but that would be that. That feels like about right. And he's. I mean, obviously the diet. He's as I understand, he's like taking like free protein shakes at night. I mean, this is a pretty like rigid plan as far as like how much he's eating, how much he's working out. He's he's working out. What was it? Three days or, or three times a day? During, yeah. During the stretch here. I mean, he just works out nonstop. He's eating nonstop. I mean, I think he has like a puppy a day. He's eating right now. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I said a puppy a day. I'm kidding. He's not eating puppies. But like he just he's just like eating everything. Every time I see him, he's like eating. I mean, he is just he's just look, I'm gonna try and get as yeah. big and strong as possible. He's grinding in the gym. He works with this guy named Greg Roscoff, mm-hmm. who's the creator of uh MAT muscle activation therapy. And um I actually went out with him to Colorado. That's where he's based out of. And it's just really cool. They're doing some very interesting stuff. And I mean, he is changing his body for sure. It just like, not just the aesthetics of it, but just the functionality of it, the, the strength of it. Um, he, it doesn't look like he's lost any flexibility of anything, maybe increased range of motion at certain parts. Wow. Um, his swing is definitely not shorter. Right. So like oftentimes you see people put on mass like this, but the actual swing gets shorter. That, that has not happened uh, in part, in part consciously through some technique stuff that we've talked about. Um, yeah. but regardless, his body has not changed in a way that somehow is restricted motion at, at, at any capacity. It's been pretty cool to watch what he's done with it, what, what him and Greg have done with his body. 
Yeah, that's the first thing I notice is, you know, yeah, he's bigger, but he's he's his swing is still long. It's lengthened out. He's he's changing knee flex. It's not like he's just, it's not like he's cha- it's not like he's turning his upper and not his lower. You know, it's mm. like it's not it's not like it's this compact looking resistant type of swing. Um, it's long, it's fluid. And there's some things from a technique standpoint, I know that he's doing differently as well. And let's, let's go through it. Let, let, let me, let me tell you what I'm seeing. And then, and then you tell me what's really happening. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, let's, let's start with the address position. When I, when I watch Bryson now and in the routine, right, his overall routine, I see him kind of moving faster a little bit, you know, kind of side to side. Um, I see this, I see this, um, this trigger, you know, with, with the leg kicking in that kind of gets things started. The, the backswing is a bit more on the brisk side. He's taking it back faster. Is that fairly accurate in what we're seeing in the kind of the pre-shot in the setup leading into the shot? Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Tell us about the science behind taking it back faster. Like we see with, Bryson right now to create more speed yeah I mean you know you take it back faster you're creating in a sense more momentum going back and then in order to slow that down you have to start firing things um, oftentimes earlier but at least more to slow that down and then in a way that's kind of prepping the body prepping the muscles in the change of direction to be able to create more force so I think in the very sort of simplified version that's basically what's happening you know he's just creating more momentum going back. He's got to figure out a way to slow that momentum down to change directions. In the process of doing that, his body is excited more in a sense, mm-hmm. and that allows his transition to produce more force. Um, and then, you know, the idea would be if you can produce more force for a greater period of time, um, that's going to translate to to club at speed at impact. So, I, I like the word excited. That's yeah. that is, I, you know, I'm going to use that. I, I like right. that. Um, <laughs> His body is more excited yeah. so, he, so he can create more force. And that's, and that's a really accurate way of what I'm seeing, at least when mm. I'm looking at him, like he looks more excited, even, even in his practice swings. Is that by design? Yeah, everything. I mean, he goes like yesterday over at Hilton head, you know, he spent a, a part of his session just trying to almost like neurologically just kind of get to that place where he's hitting it hard. So I think there's an element of, you know, once a week is part of kind of like the game plan we've talked about, have a session where you are just, you know, basically going as hard as you can um, just to kind of get your brain, your body, you know, sort of challenging it in, in that yeah. space. And then when you are competing, now all of a sudden your 90% or your 80% is still so much higher than before. Um, so that's, yes, absolutely. Is it, that's part. would you agree with the fact that we all have this internal governor, right? Like, and the governor's strong, like we just can't, so many need to kind of push through the governor, right? And get more excited and in some ways create more momentum going back, recruit more going back so they can kind of just, you know, almost lose control to gain control. Is that, would mm. that be a fair assessment? Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I think it's, it's the sort of analogous to where, you know, I don't know exactly how you do this in golf, but where you get like, I've heard things where, you know, sprinters when they're trying to like increase their top speed, they'll run downhill. So now all of a sudden it's like they put themselves in an environment where their brain's like, Oh my gosh, this is uncomfortable. This is faster than what I'm used to. But in that process, they acclimate and all of a sudden their speed limit gets up a little bit. So that gut, they kind of break through that governor. Like you just put it. 
yeah. um, through putting themselves in an environment where they kind of like almost don't even have a choice. So, you know, it's a little bit different in golf because like, you know, there's not really a, a downhill scenario per se, but I think more or less, at, at least in intervals in his training, he's trying to create. Yeah. So let's get into his backswing now for a second. And when, when I look at his backswing, um, I see, well, out of dress, I see the knees, you know, kind of pushed apart a little bit more, almost as if he's trying to activate the glutes a little bit more to dress. And then there's a more aggressive turn going back. Is it fair to say that he's changing knee flex more going back? Is the right hip is turning back? The right side of the pelvis is higher going back. And with that aggressive turn, in the lower body, it's, it's kind of working up through the spine and keeping things lengthened out to the top of the swing. Mm, yeah, I like that. I mean, I think in general, he's trying to increase range of motion through, um, you know, like his hips, you know, what his legs are doing, but then still uh, maintain a certain level of structure and his arms and his wrists going back. Um, you know, he's worked with a guy named Mike shy since he was a teenager and yeah. they, they built this incredible swing in general that obviously, you know, put him as one of the best players in, in the world. Um, so it's, it's interesting, right? Because like everything he's doing right now, it, it couldn't be done without that sort of prerequisite that they created. So yeah. the idea is, is how do you, you know, find, find some small edges, maybe get some speed, be able to control the ball at speed, which its own thing but still preserve, you know, the work that they've done. That's obviously shown to be, be so great at the highest level. So, um, you know, and I think one of the ways that, that we're kind of trying to do that is with, uh, some of that increased range of motion in his legs and his hips. Um, but you know, getting, I'm getting calls that was Bryson who just called me, but, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, um, you know, preserving that structure that, that they built, that, that is a big part of, of what enables him to control the ball as well as he does. Okay. Is it turning his legs, let's say, in a way that would be um, comparable to the way that we would turn in the follow through? Like, for example, for him, he would turn through his right foot would, you know, come up onto the toe in the backswing. Is it fair that like you can make the analogy that his lead toe is almost kind of spinning up onto the toe, which gets the legs to kind of rotate more open as the hips are turning and the right side's getting higher? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he's definitely getting some float in his left knee coming in and his left heels yeah. coming off of it. So yeah, just like you would get off your right side, your right foot, your right heel, um, on the downswing. Um, yeah, I think there's kind of a little bit more of that sort of symmetry to the backswing, um, as you wouldn't have the fall through. I think that's actually a great sort of way to think about it for a lot of recreational golfers. I mean, there's obviously de de the devils in the details sometimes, right? So there's kind of a lot of nuance to the actual motion, but as like a very yeah. general theme, I think that's a great way to think about it for sure. What, what's, what's something that, that you're always looking at with him in the backswing? Is there, is there one thing that you're always like, I, I, I've got to make sure Bryson is doing this to keep lengthened out. Um, I, I think it is a lot of that left side, left leg, the way it works, um, just a lot of the hips. And then I think the big thing too, though, is, is kind of just what we talked about. It's, it's how do you keep the length, but having it come from the right joints and not have it be something where his arms are, I'm going to use just like a very generic term, but collapsing or his wrists are getting too much kind of satin in them or for the, you know, the golf um, kind of aficionados out there are getting too much radial deviation at the top. So yeah. there's, there's little things where it's like, okay, in this effort to hit it farther in a sense, 
you know, go have a faster backswing and a faster downswing, have a longer backswing. It's how are you doing it? What joint is it coming from? And it could be easy for it to start coming from, you know, the, the incorrect places. And that's where you would get maybe a little bit of the, the ball, uh, loss of the ball control. So a, a big part of what we're doing is just keeping tabs on exactly how he's getting the, the sort of the longer, the ba longer backswing and, and everything just, um, you know, more aggressive and just faster, making sure it's coming from the right joints. Yeah. Talking with Chris Como here, who uh, also has a show on the Golf Channel. It's called Swing Expedition. It's uh, it, it, it runs on Tuesday. Is that right, Chris? Uh, Mondays. Mondays at 7 uh, Eastern time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Monday, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Great show. He works around the country, um, you know, kind of dialing in with a lot of the top teachers uh, in the country. And, uh, Chris, you certainly are one of those. You're doing some great work with uh, Bryson DeChambeau. I know you've got quite the impressive studio there in Dallas, which we'll talk about here in a second. But I want to bring Bryson down now on the downswing. What what does Bryson like to feel coming down where he feels like he can really rip it and hit it hard? Um, so oh, there's a couple of things that we've kind of – a lot of it's starting to become pretty automated, right? Is so it? Okay. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of it's just the intent of um, Hulk smash, basically, or Bryson smash, right? So, so he's, he's just trying to hit it hard, but there's some stuff that we did with his right foot, the way it kind of works in the ground. There's some things we've done with his left leg, the way it works in the ground. There's definitely some stuff with how he, I guess, manages what the club does in transition that allows him to square it up easily because he really likes to see this ball move right to left he does not want to see a ball curve to the right so uh, a big part of what makes all this work is to make sure that the face gets closed to its path by the time it gets to impact so you can get a ball that curves a little bit to the left so there's some stuff he does in transition that really allows that to happen um and i think if that's happening his brain is 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 free to go at it hard so kind of going back to the governors that you spoke of, you know, if he feels like this ball is curving to the right, he inherently starts to slow down because that's just not something that he wants to see. So this is where, like, I think with any type of system, right, like each part kind of influences each other. So in a lot of ways, you could argue that his ability to square the face is actually part of what allows him to create speed just because of that inherent sort of governor in his mind that does not want to see a ball curve to the right. And if it does, he's going to slow down to, not, to, to try to keep that from happening. So, um, you know, a big part of what he's doing downswing wise, I would say has to do with how he squares the club face. Um, and again, that just kind of frees him up to go at it hard. And then, uh, you know, through the ball, there's some stuff that he does that on the flip side of it tries to keep him from missing the ball too far to the left. So, um, you know, if you can create kind of like a governor of how far left you hit it, that's going to free you up to also square the face up as aggressive as you can. So it's kind of like this whole sort of system that parts have a lot of interrelatedness and, you know, he's very analytical. So we kind of have this, and this is not how I coach 99% of the people that I coach out there because right. that's just not what they're looking for. Right. Which is cool. It's just about, you know, whatever, whatever it is for that you know particular individual, but for Bryson, he's very much into trying to figure out kind of like his own diagnostic system of, you know, if the ball does this, it most likely means that if the ball does that, it most likely means this. So 
you know, we've kind of talked through this whole kind of like logic of if you're seeing this, this is probably the most uh, likely suspect. And if you're seeing that, this is the most likely suspect. And he's right. he's getting really good at being able to kind of diagnose stuff and, and pinpoint, uh, you know, where any particular mess miss may be originating in this swing. A full weekend of golf ahead of us. And even though the trophy is reserved for the winner, the big cash prizes don't have to be. To add to the excitement, DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, is putting you in the center of the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. It's easy to play. Just pick six golfers, stand to the salary cap, and submit your lineup before the tournament tees off on Thursday, and then sit back and follow the action. The more red numbers they have on the leaderboard, the closer you'll be to winning some green. Download the DraftKings app now and use code TRAVIS during sign-up this week. DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes. That's code TRAVIS and you get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes only at DraftKings. Is the club face awareness on the downswing, is that is that through his lead hand? I mean, the shaft for him clearly, you know, kind of lays down, you know, kind of shallows out just a little bit. So is it is it more in the feeling hand or the right hand or anything particular that's kind of the security to him that the face is secure? So now I can just go ahead and smash it. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's both. It's also in the forearms. It's also in the shoulders. Okay. Um, it's you know it's there's there's a fair amount of detail to how he feels it and how he diagnosis uh misses um you know and it, it's not as simple as like oh hey if it goes right it's this it's like if it goes right but it's off the toe it's most likely this if it's right but it's off the heel it's most likely this so he's pretty i mean he's okay. just a he's just a very detail oriented person so um you know we're definitely trying to figure out kind of the whole bag of misses that he could potentially hit yeah you know what that could be rooted to and um he's very good at self-correcting um you know wherever that's at so uh but i would say i would say all all the above uh, yeah. there's there's things that are tied to like his left hand there's t- things that are tied to his like his right wrist there's things that are tied to um you know his arms so it sounds crazy right and this is what i'm saying it's like for him it's the thought process of of it all the logic of it all that gives him a lot of solace and then when he's in a good place, it becomes very automated to where he's not thinking about it, right? But for him to get there, he, he at least the way his brain works, needed to go through this process a bit. Yeah. Is it fair to say that he's not pulling down the lead arm and cupping the left wrist in transition? Um, yeah, I think so. But, but I, will, I will say this. I will say this. I will say, I will say this. There, are, uh, there are, are potential misses for him associated with flexing the left wrist too much. Okay. Uh, there's potential misses with him leaving his arms up in transition. So, you know, instruction, yeah. we've seen so many things in vogue over the years, right? Like for a long yeah. time, it was keep your back to the target. Now it's kind of like leave your hands up, flex your left wrist, shallow the shaft, get your hips out of the way. Don't move lateral. Well, I can tell you there's a lot of great golfers who actually do go into extension and the lead wrist on the way down. Um, and have some lateral motion and don't open up that much and maybe lose their spine angle a little bit. I mean, Jack Nicholas, best golfer of all time, he does the whole air quotes early extension. It's like yeah. Payne Stewart, awesome ball striker, 
guy standing up like crazy through the shot. So anybody who wants to tell me that that you can't do that, I'm just going to be like, okay, go check out the Hall of Fame. They're going to prove you wrong. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but, but, but crazy enough, there's actually um, one of the kind of little fixes we did last week before the tournament actually involved having less flex in the lead wrist coming down. So okay. it's funny you say that. But <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, to- yeah, I yeah. told him to cup his wrist on the way down and pull his arms down. Exactly. <laughs> How'd you well, know? You know, you know why I said that out there. I know, I know. <laughs> um, let me ask you last question on downswing. How much is Bryson, you know, is it fair to say that he is kind of sitting into the ground and then just kind of rotating and spinning up off of it as a bit of, you know, the ground reaction in the way that it's going to push him back up and the way he's going to open and use that vertical to the finished position versus him say, just launching lateral, you know, say pushing off from the trail side. When I, when I look at it, is it fair to say that he is, you know, he's got the change in flex going back, right side's higher. It almost looks like he's, you know, he's kind of sitting it down. He's got good spacing between these. And then from there, it's like almost like the ground. Then he's just like he's pushing him back up. He's rotating and almost like just spinning up off the ground, not recklessly, but with no governor to this finished position. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's more kind of sit and it's turn than right? it is um, a... I can tell you this, he's never had any thought or feeling of sit and turn. So, you know, if someone wants this, if someone sees that, you know, sure, I suppose, I don't know. Right. Like, again, kind of goes back to the thing when things get in vogue, it's like, it's like, if you look at like, say you got like Sneed, who's like, who maybe kind of can exemplify that look a little bit. It's like, what, what's the actual cause of it? Was he trying to sit and turn or was it sort of a feeling into the ground that he was trying to create? Um, and then that look you know, manifested from that. Um, you know, we won't know because, it, you know, well, he's not around to sort of talk through it. But I can tell you this. I've been around a lot of like great players who they would not describe their feeling as sit and turn. And they have the look of dynamic and they hit it hard. Right. So, so what's the true cause of it? Um, yep. And then you get guys who hit it really hard who don't look anything like sit and turn. Yeah. I mean, like an Adam Scott doesn't look like he sits and turns. I mean, he's got tons of lateral motion. If anything, his knees almost pinch together a little bit. So it's like, right. it's like he smashes it. Right. So to me, it's more about what's the principle of speed? Like where does speed really come from? Forget kind of what's right. in vogue at any different moment in golf instruction. Where does speed really come from? And if you have an understanding of that, you have a ton of different ways to make it happen. With Bryson, is more talking through those principles and then saying, okay, how do we elicit that actual, you know, essentials? And then however it looks is how it looks. Um, and I can promise you there was never a feeling of, of sitting to the right mm-hmm. side and, and turn through it. That was never a swing key of his. Of, of anything, it was probably much more left-sided in terms of what he experienced. Um, you know, definitely directions of how he pushes, um, things like that. But, um, yeah, it, ne- it was never in that direction of, of sitting the right side and kind of. Give us the essential there. What, what would be the, the one or two things from the speed standpoint that, you've been able to kind of layer in. So, I mean, at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is you're trying to use the ground to, to, to kind of create momentum the speed in the, on the downswing. And then eventually you're trying to get that momentum out to the club head. So the problem is, is you can create a lot of momentum in the system 
and it never gets to the club bed. So the first part is how do you sort of, whatever you're creating, how do you get as much of that out to the club bed as possible? Um, and sometimes more ground stuff isn't always better. So, so for him, a, a lot of the focus has been like, okay, how, you know, we ha have a, a gas force plate system. Um, so we've played with just different fields of how do you create momentum in the system? And, you know, that, that can get super technical. I think like, you know, without having the proper visual aids of like showing a swing and all that, it, it'd be kind of hard to just sort of, um, it's not hard to explain, but I think it's a very visual thing. So it's, it's maybe hard to do just over like a uh, conversation. Right. But like, um, so the idea is, okay, how do you get the momentum in the system? And that was a lot of ground stuff, but it wasn't, it wasn't a sit and spin, um, you know, key again, someone can see a swing and be like, and say he is doing it. I mean, that's fine. That's, that's anybody's prerogative. That's what they're seeing. That's just not how it came about. Um, but then, but then a big focus was how do you get this energy to the club? How, right. how, whatever you're creating, how do you get it to the club? And that's where I think, you know, what the wrist, the arm and that club relationship is doing is, is, is so important. And probably if we're having a hierarchy of things that are important, that's a, at the top of it. Now that may be something that happens passively or something that someone doesn't think about, or maybe they do think about it. But, but regardless, to me, if we were to say like the logic of where club at speed comes from, that relationship's at the very top. And then the momentum that they create and the timing of it, it's also the timing of it. Because if you create a lot of momentum, but it's happening too late in the downswing, it becomes almost impossible to get that energy out to the club head. So it has to happen early enough to where you have time to, in a sense, have it come from what your feet are doing to the ground and then get out to the club um, in time um, to, to where you get to impact and you know, that, that speed's actually add impact. Right. So, so one thing, yeah. So, um, that he would you know, with uh, speed. a lot of lowering, but just not lowering into the right side, but lowering more into the left side and then letting that left leg almost kind of like hit the brakes and push back quite a bit. Um, so that was something pretty early on that he felt like he got a okay. big, ramp up and speed and then how do you do it in a way where your pelvis doesn't get shut to the target so so i think that's where you know sometimes um maybe people think that you can't have both where it's like if you have some lateral if you have some pressure going left early it's going to block your rotation and there's oftentimes people who do go left early and block the rotation but it doesn't have to be the way that that way you can you can get left pretty early and do it in a fashion where it actually does not block your rotation. You can get pre pressure into your left foot. You can actually have your left knee yeah. sort of stay in the shot, but still have your pelvis turn with, uh, with, with, with sort of within your legs. And, um, and that's, um, you know, a way that you can mm -hmm. still get left and really kind of, um, um, open up through the shot. So, um, yeah, I would say that's one thing that we worked on. He did work on a little bit of like um, feeling like some twist in his right foot, but he never actually sat into it. So it was kind of just like a like a little sort of like a little extra to kind of put in there. Yeah, and it was, it, and that was more of a, a of a backswing sort of feel. So so for him having a little twist as opposed to kind of like a trend, uh, like a sort of like a sit down into it in transition, it's kind of more of a of a backswing part of how he's sort of like resisting that momentum going back to kind of like get the, the downswing started early in a sense. And again, sort of excite, you know, the body, the muscles to make a really aggressive transition. Um, and I got to, I'm sorry, I just, 
aggressive because I see a right. lot of like recreational golfers where they look like hard and fast in transition. This is where you can be aggressive in transition, but if you have kind of like the right sequencing and again, the club's doing the right stuff, it doesn't necessarily look like, yeah. you know, violent in a bad way. It's just saying you're, you're actually putting effort into it um, even in transition. Right. And I think that's, you know, that's the interesting part, right? Like you're loading into the lead foot and then, and then he's pushing back to get it to, to slow down and to decelerate, which in S in essence, he's, that's where he part of it, yes, to, yes. to pick up some big speed gains. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the finish. Anything as he, you know, when he unwinds the left leg is, or the left foot, you know, it's funny people, they watch him, they watch Patrick Reed. That's what they see, right? They see the lead foot, like, almost like spin open like a door and his body, you know, fully opened up to this finished position. Is there, when you see that left foot doing that, is that just kind of for in you, for in your mind, is that just kind of the reaction? of? Every yeah. Yeah. But I, but I do finish? think, I mean, you, you know, like as teaching, right. Sometimes people get handcuffed by like a bad concept in their mind. Right. So oftentimes when I'm coaching yeah. someone, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about kind of like, even though if something is a result, I'm kind of like framing the expectation of that. So for me, oftentimes, because I, I, I think like good, good lower body motion oftentimes does lead to the foot sort of spinning a bit like a Patrick Reed or, or Bubba or Bryson or Ty, like a lot of guys. Right. So, so to me, it's oftentimes saying like giving someone the okay that, Hey, look, if, if you do some really dynamic stuff in your lower body, this is probably going to happen. So don't fight that. Right. So, and this is where it becomes a little bit of like chicken or egg type of thing. Um, you know, it's not so much, Hey, try to spin the left foot out because you can do that in a way that's sort of fake. That's not getting again, the sort of the essence of speed that, that you need that will make that happen. You can kind of fake it, but for a person to know that that's okay and let that happen if it wants to happen. And this is what you kind of got to do to create a situation where that probably will happen. Um, you know, I think that oftentimes can free their mind up and, in a sense, give them a, a, a fuzzy goal that, again, their brain sort of organically figures out along the way, knowing that that goal is is what they want or, you know, at the very minimum is, is okay to have. Mm -hmm. So last question on his equipment. I know he's playing a five and a half degree driver. He's de-lofted his irons a fair amount because he's creating so much spin, right? I mean, he's he's had to lower the lofts down considerably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah. whole, I mean, you create this much difference in club head speed. It's like, you know, the, right. the whole single length stuff, that's like a tenet of his game. That, that again, is something that him and Mike Shy created. Um, you know, Mike Shy is arguably the foremost expert when it comes to single length clubs, which, if anybody's curious about that, which I think it's a really interesting concept that could potentially help a lot of people, um, you know, they've done a really amazing job of like figuring that out. That's its own process. And, um, um, you know, Mike, Mike's the man when it comes to that. So, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, that's going to, that's a tendon of Bryson's and, and a big part of, of why he's able to control the ball as well as he does at the speed he's creating, um, as well as just kind of like with his iron game is still like just really, really good. Uh, but with the lofts, it's just like, you create different speed and all of a sudden your whole gapping, the trajectory of everything, it's just gotta be tweaked. So he has de-lofted everything. And then his driver, you know, he hits up on it a fair amount, like three, four degrees. So um, with, with that angle of attack and with that speed, yeah, just you got to can't have a lot of loft. Otherwise, that ball is just going to yeah. be straight up in the air. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. 
Encore provides some of the most cutting-edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter-weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show. No stone is is uh, is not turned over right now, right? He's 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 obviously he's maximizing the the launch and spin characteristics, getting the driver dialed in. How much longer do you think he can hit it? I mean, do you think we've seen do you think we've seen the limit or do you think there's another 10 to 15 20 in there? Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you start to get, you start to get to this like 99.99999 percentile, right. Of something. Yeah. And the odds just become, um, lower and lower that there's more to get. Um, so, you know, as like an objective kind of like, um, you know, odds maker, it's like, <laughs> it's probably, probably probably can't get a whole lot more you would think yeah. but but yeah. but honestly I, I i may i probably would have said i probably would have said that a few months ago i mean a few months yeah. ago i saw him at um at 200 um and and then you know and i, I was like okay that's cool we're like we're, we're done <laughs> yeah and he's like i want he's like i want more and he got you know he got to 205 like you know a few weeks wow. later and then, and then a big part of what we did was like, okay, cool. You're sitting here and you can get it really high up and you're hitting like 30 balls in a row. That's awesome. But that's not golf. So uh, a big part of what we did during the whole lockdown was, you know, how do you sort of make your average speed higher? Right. So, so how do you hit a drive, take 15 to 20 minutes, which is kind of what we approximated as the time between he would hit shots on the golf course with a drive. Right. How do you sort of, excite your body in a way to where you can hit a drive, take 15, 20 minutes, calm your body down to where you can make a six footer, which is like so different, such a different mindset. It's probably, you know, I don't know this because we're not measuring the physiology of his body, but it's probably a very different physiological state happening in his body between those two kind of, you know, shots in a sense. Um, And then how do you get yourself back up to hit, you know, a drive with a club X speed of, of, of 190? Um, so that was actually some of the work we did was like take breaks and then try to hit like a really hard drive. So can his top speed get higher? Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, he, he has in his mind that he wants to get to 210. Um, I have this little wall in my living room where like everybody's been through here, they've kind of signed it and he, he signed Bryson DeChambeau road to 210. So I, I don't put it past him because, you know, he works so hard. I mean, he works so hard. Um, so it, it'd be hard for me, again, as an objective odds maker, it's like the chances are just not that good that's going to get that much faster, but I don't put it past him. But I do think his average speed can get higher, which is different, right? He can potentially, maybe his tops, even if his top speed didn't get higher, his on-course speed may be able to get higher. And I think that's a slightly different thing. So what we're seeing on the PGA Tour, I do think could potentially get faster. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. isn't it just, mm. just watching the game um, right now. And what's really cool. And, and I'll let you go. I know you have to run and Bryson's calling you and you got to get back to work, but um, what's, it's just fascinating. 
week and this week watching these guys show up to two events where they normally don't play, right? I mean, they don't usually play at Colonial, these bombers. There's some that do, but the majority don't. I mean, it was Rory's first time. You're not seeing Brooks there. It's Brooks's first time up at uh, Hilton Head. You know, Bryson's played here a few times, but Rory hasn't been there since 2009, um, JT. You know, so it's like, it's cool to see these long guys show up, right? At these like, quote unquote, plotters types of golf courses. Yeah. And, and you know, deep down, they're like, look, I can play this golf course too, right? Like they, they know they, they're going to, they want to show like, yeah, but it doesn't matter what golf course I play. I, I, I've got the advantage. I'm top five in the world, 10 in the world, whatever the case may be. And um, I'll, I'll show you how to play this, this 7,100 yard track too. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's funny because like uh, Jamie Lovebark, the guy I work with, you know, uh, you know, it's, and he, he has some speed also. Um, but it's one of those things where like, there's, there's, you know, a course that's maybe a little bit longer and, um, you know, air quotes sets up for him well, or someone like yeah. you just described. And it's like, dude, if it has a flag stick and a hole, it sets up for you well. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> they, they, they all set up for you well. Yeah. 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 So, and, and the thing with Bryson's kind of fun, like even at Colonial, so like just being out there um, in the practice rounds, just taking some lines that are just kind of just sort of wild, right? Like over yeah. a tree and like whatever. And I was joking around with him. I was like, I was like, dude, we're like playing like golden, you're like playing golden tea out here right now. It's like, I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. Try to take the secret line between like the, the ravine, you know, see that, see that, uh, see the bird in the tree over there. If you can hit the, hit it right at the bird, it opens up like a secret passageway. Like we're just having fun with it. Cause it's just like the most like ridiculous little lines. It's like, yeah. you're not supposed to do that, but like, Oh, that's actually not that bad. So I think, especially for someone like Bryson, who's such an outside-the-box thinker, willing to think outside the box, it'll be interesting to see with this kind of like this new toy he has in a sense, right? How he goes about looking at things from a course management perspective. Are there lines that are just like, weren't even considered at times, but it's like, okay, you know. Yeah. And and this is where he's not at all risk adverse, right? So if something makes sense in terms of a long run mathematical edge, even if it introduces kind of more short-term sort of fluctuations, like short-term variance, if you will, um, he'll take it, right? He, he has a lot of sort of um, yeah. kind of understanding and faith and emotional sort of trust in, in the math will, will, will show itself over time um, as long as you make kind of like the right decisions. So, yeah, that's great stuff. That's it's really yeah. fascinating. You know, I played I in February, and when he stepped up on number two, and he, I was, I, I looked at it on, and he was short left of the bunker, and I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, how in the hell did he get the ball there? Like, and he, you know, he took it up over the trees, right? I mean, and you know, everyone kind of you, you know plays in between the two bunkers, and that you know leaves him a little wedge in, and he went over the trees, dog leg right. And he was literally, Chris, 40 yards from the green. I mean, I was like, <laughs> I, mean, I was like, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Hit that ball there. I mean, I mean, when you can hit it that far and you can carry it that far and, you know, look, I mean, it, it, it just opens up these lines that no one is, is accustomed to and they're not used to. And, you know, he's having to probably think about it as he's, you know, going to these golf courses and doing the prep work. Like, look, I'm a different player. And I carry the ball 30 yards further than I used to right um totally 
well, I mean, just it's just it's just amazing, man. I mean, it really just is. And um, rethink assumptions, you know, right? Like all these things are just yeah. like, oh, this is this is true. This is it's like, is it true? Like, do I have to take this line? Do I have to aim for the yeah. fairway? Is it wrong to hit aim for the rough? Like, like I don't know. Like, right? Like, this is where it's like just any sort of presupposition you're working off of, just like evaluate it, and 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 yeah, and uh, you know, you never know where you come up with like an insight that can be a a potential edge. So. Well, Chris, um, you're doing great stuff, man. I know you're, you're one of the brightest minds in the game. I enjoy talking to you. Um, enjoy watching the show, The Swing Expedition, on Golf Channel every Tuesday. Monday, uh, Monday, 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 Monday. Ah, damn That's Every okay. Monday. Monday at 7. <laughs> so, but, 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 but hey, but Travis, honestly, they should watch Tuesday, too, because that's Martin Hall. Okay, yes. Just watch Tuesday also. It's great. Yeah, Martin Hall is awesome. I've been disconnected from the Golf Channel too long. <laughs> every watch. Monday. And Tuesday. and Tuesday, and Tuesday, and Tuesday, Martin Hall on Tuesday, <laughs> check it out. Um, Chris Como Golf on Instagram, uh, yeah, great stuff. I know you got an incredible studio at your house, 3D. Um, just briefly, just give us a quick cliff notes of this mad scientist facility that you've created in your living room. Yeah, uh, at the players, uh, players got canceled. I flew back to Dallas became apparent the world was shutting down. I got a house in Frisco with a big living room space in the living room, uh, basically turned it into like a biomechanics lab, put up a basketball hoop, um, have force plates, 3D motion capture. So gas force plates, gears, 3D motion capture, um, you know, basketball hoop, hockey net, obviously golf stuff. Um, I've had Seth, not Steph, but Seth Curry, uh, plays for the Mavs over. Yep. Um, getting some NHL players over, just kind of like doing some 3D analysis of jump shots, slap shots, and obviously their golf swings as well. So it's been fun. Uh, golf is kind of like, you know, that's obviously the only thing I know anything about, but um, I love other sports. So it's fun to kind of like get the data and look at it, ask them questions. Seth gave me a shooting lesson yesterday, which gave me so much empathy on how hard it is to change your technique because um he tried to change my shooting technique and I was already not a very good shooter. And then I became like an embarrassingly bad shooter. Um, but I stayed committed to it. Just like I tell the people I work with commit to the change for a little bit. It'll get better. So I'm committed to it, Seth. Don't worry. I'm going to flick my wrist more. Um, even if it means, even if it means air balls for the next week, but, uh, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. So. Wow. That's awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time. I know uh, you're a busy man, Bryson probably needs your time here because the tournament starts tomorrow up at uh, rbc heritage i can't wait man golf's back best players in the world it's fun to talk golf it's fun it's fun to to catch up with you and um i gotta tell you man it's fun to watch bryson right now i I just i you know i just scratch my head at these numbers and like what a freaking advantage is this guy have right now going into the season it's gonna be fun to how to watch it play out but particularly on a golf course like this harbortown Hey, again, air quotes, you know, it's it's not designed for the long ball hitter. Last time I checked, Davis Love III won five times there. He hit it pretty far back in his day. I think I think I like Bryson again this week. If he's got if it's got a flag and uh if it's got a flag sticking a hole in it, you know, it's probably probably, probably just fine. <laughs> we'll leave it at that, buddy. Okay. Hey Chris, thanks for your time, buddy. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Travis. I appreciate okay. it. Thank you, man. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Yep. Yep.